Hey students, happy Friday. I hope that you're having a great Friday. You are listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wing. How are you, Brother Wing? I'm doing well. Happy Friday to you. Hey, I'm in Utah today. This and, and you're in Arkansas. I'm in Utah. Do you need me to bring you anything back from Utah? Oh, you know, there's some uh there's some chocolates at uh BYU that I would appreciate. Really? Coming back my way. Do you ever have the the chocolate covered cinnamon bears at the BYU bookstore? Those were pretty popular. I didn't I didn't even appreciated those as much. I just like some straight dark chocolate. Was it only like made at BYU or something like that? It's just really good. They just make it well. It's, it's, I thought it's you'd want well. me to. I thought you'd want me to bring you back some Cafe Rio or make maybe one of those eight dollar <laughs> sodas that are so popular out here. If and... you could bring back a Cafe Rio franchise, then <laughs> that, you you'd be a hero. You would be a hero. Yeah, you know that's how our students will know that we've quit our job. Like when this podcast ends. Like when you don't, when this, when all of a sudden you're like, Hey, why, what happened to the podcast? It's because brother wing and I have opened a cafe Rio and we're making burritos. That's what we're doing. So yeah. that's what we're doing. We've thrown in the towel, so to speak. And we are now burrito makers. Speaking of people who have thrown in the towel, uh, I think all of us have, have known people who have, uh, who have served in the church and maybe even complained a little, maybe even you have, have complained a little bit about a, a church calling that you've received at, at one time or another. Um, it's, you know, working with other people can be a challenge. An assignment can be really big. Uh, it might not be very fun or, or it might just might not feel very fulfilling. And so I, I like the counsel that Paul gives in the book of second Thessalonians chapter three for anyone who's feeling that way. Like, like, what am I doing? Is, is this really worth it? Uh, what counsel does Paul give here and what warnings does he give brother wing? Yeah. So maybe a little context, you know, first Thessalonians in that book, we talked about before he, he really emphasized that Christ is going to come again, which is a great message that we all need to remind ourselves of, especially those of us in the latter days. But he was given this message to um, new new converts back in his day, and they ex- they thought that Jesus was going to come in their day. You know, well, apparently there's a misunderstanding. You know, and so Paul's kind of clearing things up in Second Thessalonians. That's why he says in chapter two, you know, about there's going to be an apostasy that happens in between, and so don't be deceived. Some people might be trying to deceive you, and they have deceived you. I'm trying to clear this up, and so apparently there were some people who had. Um, kind of thought Christ was coming so soon that they really did just throw in the towel. They just kind of started to give up and even quit their <laughs> jobs and quit quit taking care of themselves and improving right. the situation or you know planting trees and whatever else. They just kind of quit all of that um, and and just okay, well Jesus is coming anyway, so I don't need to do anything or I'm going to f- focus my efforts in an imbalanced way. And and so Paul kind of calls them. Uh, verse 11, for we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. They're just kind of running around. What does that mean? What, what does that mean? You're working not at all, but you're a busybody. Yeah, they're they're not accomplishing anything that's of use right now. So they're mm-hmm. kind of running around that way. Um, it could be also that they're busybodies in the sense that they're um, 
talking about, hey, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, but they're not doing anything to, <laughs> to get themselves in a better position or help other people. This is a really interesting uh, thing here. And I, I read something too, that they needed to be cared for by others who were being right. marginalized. And so this is really causing a problem. Um, there, so he gives this counsel in verse thirteen: "Be not weary in well doing." You know, my my thought here is that I don't know if I've met anybody in our day who's kind of claiming the same thing, like, "Hey, Jesus is coming anyway, so just don't worry about it." Mm-hmm. I I have though, and I, it does seem more common that people have an attitude that ends up with the same result, though, like give up. So like I've, I've seen much more of like a hopeless, hey, this world is so hopeless and lost and messed up. What's the point? So throw in the towel of your righteousness and they they give up on trying to strive right. faithfully. And so it's almost the same result, though they're kind of maybe coming at it with different reasons. And they might in some ways, the word busybodies might also apply. They're running around in life, but they're not actually preparing for Christ's coming, nor right. are they doing what's wise for themselves or others. Um, I'm not trying to sound too judgmental with this, but we kind of fall, we, we might all be aided by this idea that be not weary and well-doing. Let's do what we can. You know, Mormon and Moroni were in a much more hopeless situation when they were seeing the destruction of their, their whole civilization. And yet it was Mormon that advised Moroni, like, we're not, we need to not cease to be diligent. We're going to do what we can to bless other people and help this situation and, and work to, to the end. And so that's a, they're a great example for us to be not weary and well-doing. I love that. And I love, I think that Paul teaches, it gives us a really good insight as well into another topic that's related to this. But I think uh, it's a question that a lot of people have, and that's about judging. Sometimes it's easy to judge people who have thrown in the towel, so to speak, or have decided, you know, that for whatever reason, they're not fulfilling their church calling and, and it might be bugging you a little bit. Uh, in verse 14, he says, if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man. In other words, observe that man, like say, okay, well, that guy, he's not, he's not following what, what the leaders of the church have asked him to do. But I love verse 15 Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. So observing someone and noting whether or not they're they're following the counsel of a prophet, that's one thing. But judging them and and ostracizing them because of it, that's another. That's what Paul says. No, you don't do that. You count him not as an enemy or someone who's against you, but rather you work with him as a brother instead of instead of pushing him away. I think that's a good little side know of of how the lord expects us to not judge but at the same time work with those who might be struggling so observing is different than judging and admonishing is different than judging and being critical it's working with someone instead of just criticizing and pushing them out all right brother wing that feels pretty good anything else you want to say yeah, I like that. Admonish him as a brother. I've got two great brothers. And if, if I were to ever get admonishment from them, they mm-hmm. would be super loving about it and patient, you know? And if yeah. I were to ever feel prompted to admonish them, I, and they're great. So I don't know. I don't even know what I'd say, but they, I would do so in a way that was like, like really kind of understanding and patient and 
you know, and so to admonish as a brother is great because then it makes sense that like what he says, um, now the Lord of peace himself give you peace right? Always, by all means that that's the way that we can communicate with the others. And so then he says, the Lord be with y'all. Isn't that what he says right there in verse 16? <laughs> he says, yeah, you all, oh. all y'all. Reading from a different translation. <laughs> Excellent. Suze, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Answers to Gospel Questions. We hope you have a, a great weekend. Enjoy church on Sunday. We'll catch you next week. Until next time, we love your guts, everybody. Stay righteous. Mm-hmm.